0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right
1: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Four, three. Oh, is somebody? I can. There's nobody in the room with you, is it? I thought I heard.
0: Oh, hold on, hold on one second. Now, before you start, I'll to let my wife know, because I said in the intro, I got three kids. So let me. Okay, no, I do not Yeah. So that phone started ringing as soon as you. Um, uh, we're about to get started. All right, T.J. going with you.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. If you stay here, you need to go. You need to stay in there. Okay. But we're about to get started. If you get your phone. Your phone was ringing just a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. All right. Ready. They' about to get ready to go, so I think I'm gonna go back in, in the in the room and we'll get started. Okay. A- am I still good as far as
1: sound? I was I was trying to yeah I guess it just I think it'll be okay. Just keep it on okay. speaker.
0: Okay. I, I still got you your speakerphone.
1: Okay. You ready?
0: Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Okay. In five, four. Three, two, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Sonya, and welcome back to She Say, She Say Sports. Today I have with me plant-based vegan founder of Winner's Circle Group, Mr. Tim White. Now, the Winner's Circle Group is for those that are ready to win in their health, wealth, and relationships. Hi, Tim, how are you today?
0: I'm doing great. How are you, Sonia?
1: I am doing well. Now, Tim, I brought you on the show today to talk about our health during this pandemic. Last week, I brought on psychotherapist Michael Dangerfield to discuss the mental effects COVID-19 is having on a lot of us. Now I want to discuss the effects that COVID-19 is and can have on our health and what are some things we can do to make our immune system stronger just, to, just in case um, someone contracts the virus. But before we talk about that, please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, first of all, I am a husband and father of three children. Yes, three children. I have two sons and a daughter. And then my wife, we've been married now going on 13 years, and believe it or not, we've been together since the ninth grade.
1: Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. such a bliss. Ninth
0: grade. Hello? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, okay. And um, during, during, the, during the day, um, I'm a, actually an actual electrical instructor at a, one of the local community colleges here. But outside of that, man, I just love sharing my passion, which is what we're doing now—just talking about improving our health because it's so very important, especially right now during this pandemic.
1: Yes, it is. And before we get into that, okay, y'all, look—you know, this is, you know, this my brother or whatever, and he always is talking about he wants to play me in Uno. However, <sighs> he never wants to set up. He actually wanted to play me on the roof of his car at church. Who plays cards at church, y'all? You know, I want to put tables. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be on holy ground and, you know, be wanting to talk like I'm in the cafe or something. Come on, Tim.
0: Don't get embarrassed. Please don't. Don't get embarrassed. You
1: you don't get embarrassed because you know. It will go down, but Listen, hopefully we're going it'll... live
0: on Facebook and we're gonna play. How about that?
1: Okay, let's do that. So hopefully, when this pandemic is over and we can be closer than six feet, it's on and popping. Understood?
0: That's that's a deal. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a deal. Before Tim starts um, talking about his journey um, becoming a vegan and everything and talking about how we can um, get past this COVID-19 with eating better, I want to give a little testimony. Back in August 2017, um, Tim and his wife Kim had a 30-day challenge on Facebook, and I decided to join them. The challenge was to go with no meat, no white, such as rice or potatoes, and I believe no sugar, right, Tim? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the biggest challenge for me at that time was the no meat. I grew up like most of us eating meat, and 30 days without it was almost unimaginable at that time. Well, I lived, and I lost about 20 pounds. More importantly, I felt better. Now I've been three years no beef, I went two years no pork, and about a year and a half no chicken. I've been mainly pescatarian for the last two years, but have slipped up with a chicken wing in my mouth here and there. <laughs> so I'm being honest. But my goal is to be completely vegan by the end of the year, and I owe it all to this brother right here. Tim, thank you so much for helping me do something that, yes, that I haven't You're wanted welcome. to do for years, but I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I had it in me to actually let go of meat. So thank you so much.
0: Yes, ma'am. You're welcome.
1: You're welcome. So, Tim, how did you start your vegan journey?
0: Awesome. Well, to be honest, it was was kind of by accident. Like I say, I I really did not plan to just say, I'm going to go vegan. Uh, Actually, 2015, I was overweight and on high blood pressure medication, right? I was taking my pills faithfully, and I felt like as long as I took my pills, I can eat whatever I wanted. I know there's a lot of listeners that may be in that same situation, but December 2015, I made my mind up that I was going to eat like Adam for 30 days starting January the 1st,
1: 2016. And for those
0: who do not know who Adam is, who is Adam? uh, Let me say it like that. Adam in the Bible. right. So (laughs) I I just felt like I just felt that my spirit God was wanting me to eat like Adam. So I had to go to the Bible because I didn't know what Adam ate. And when I saw what Adam made, I kind of thought, they can't be God because Adam didn't eat wing <laughs> You know what I mean? Adam didn't eat wing stop. So I said, you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going I'm to go ahead and do it. And I had one blood pressure pill left. And that was my motivation because I said, if I mess up during those 30 days, might, I'm going to have to go back to my pill. But as long as I stay on track, I'm not going to take that pill. So to make a long story short, I did that whole 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, I remember my wife telling me that, you know, you can eat whatever you want February the 1st. But Sonia, I'm just going to be honest, I felt so good that I did not want to mess it up. And so I did another month, another month, and to make a long story short, when I got to the sixth month, I had to do my six-month checkup with my doctor, right? Right. Anybody has ever taken blood pressure medication, you know you got to do your follow-up every six months. Well, when I got there, the doctor was so impressed that my blood pressure was so well. He thought that the medication was doing it. But I didn't tell him I hadn't taken that medication. It was just strictly me changing my diet, eating a plant-based diet. But at that point, I just decided to just finish out the whole year. So make a long story short, that was January 2016. Here we are, August of 2020, and uh, I'm still on track. So like I say, it was purely by accident, but I am so glad that I did it. But that's, that's how I got into it though.
1: Wow. So did you fall off the wagon? Like I did at any time during your journey?
0: No. And that's the, that's the wow. weird part about it. The, the, I'm, I'm born and raised here in Mississippi, born on neck bones, fried chicken, pork yes. chops, all that. Yes. So like you were saying, one of the hardest part is the meat because that's what, that's what we always eat. But, I live by this motto, it's all about the W, it's all about winning. I took the mindset of a person that's in sports that I will not let this defeat me. And so that that first month, it was tough. But also what I did, Sonia, I always tell people, you got to get your mind right. During that time, I watched so many different documentaries. I Listen, I watched so many YouTubes on just food, Uh, good foods to eat but also what the bad foods were doing to us so that kind of changed my mindset because knowing all that information it was hard to go back to certain foods because you know exactly what it's doing to you you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so so that that helped me stay on track and like i say I, i did not fall out the wagon i have not had any type of meat period but like you say, it it all starts with the mind, and that's something I had to really, really work on because, I listen, 4th of July, coming around your family, you better have oh, your mind God. right. <laughs> you better have your mind right. You're so, right. So like you said, I had to say truth.
1: So, okay, you mentioned documentaries, and, I, you know, I've had in my Netflix, Netflix um, list what the hell – like years I mm-hmm. because I know if I see it I'm done with it I'm done with me completely and for the most part I am so like I said I've had clip ups and you know I guess I may try to watch that this weekend I don't know because I, <laughs> I already know yeah everybody that has seen it they like I'm done I, I I'm never doing it again and I think that's probably what will probably have to tip me on over because you know, people have asked me, why aren't you eating meat? It's not because I'm not, and, and it's nothing wrong with those people. I'm not that person who, like, right. oh, I don't want to eat a cow. No, I grew up on that. I know what I like, and, you know, I, 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 didn't, I quit because of health issues. As I mentioned to you before, um, I've had fibroids. I, I had surgery in 08, removed 12 fibroids, and then wow. they have come back to the last three or four years and um, I'm only doing it because I know hormonal meat, dairy is not good for, you know, it's, it's like white right. meat,
0: mm-hmm. rice and
1: stuff. It's not good for thyroid. They they help them grow. And so that was my main purpose. But when I have to really be consistent so I can, like, be completely done because I don't want to have the surgery anymore. So right. So that, you know, that is definitely going to be um, – I guess I'm gonna have to go ahead and
0: and watch it. So, <laughs> but, but but honestly, uh, I watched the documentaries. But one thing I will say about some of the documentaries, as far as changing my mind, view as far as just just on meat, period, is what they're doing to the animals. Now, right. I know I know some people that like raise their own food and so on and so forth. That's a different story. A lot of the stuff that we're that we're sold to in the stores has been injected with so much stuff. They've been fed so much stuff, and that stuff gets in us. But also the documentaries that I will watch, especially um, uh, I will watch Sabine, uh Doctor Africa, a guy named Doctor Tim Morrow, and I start learning about herbs and just certain types of food, and it just Opened my eyes to a whole lot of stuff that I just didn't know. So as right. I started trying these different foods, it just it just changed my whole life. So therefore, I wasn't just stuck on the same old beef, turkey, chicken, and pigs. I mean, we just eat the same right. old thing, but now it's so much more. So it just it was just like like a total uh, transformation mentally, and it just totally changed my life.
1: Well, you, and you and you know you you make a very valid point because. Most people who hear I'm vegan or, you know, if you if, if you tell somebody, oh, they're vegan or something like that, they immediately think of salad, you know, yeah.
0: dinner,
1: <laughs> all, you, all you're eating is like grass food. And there are raw vegans. There, You know, I didn't until mm-hmm. I started, you know, researching and, and getting more involved in this lifestyle, you know, there are different type of vegans. And right. so I'm in a group, well, we're both in a group, black um, vegans, beginners Group. And because of them, you and if anybody has not heard of Tabitha Brown by now, I don't care if you still eat um, four pork chops a day. People still watch Tabitha <laughs> Brown because she is amazing. That's true. That's true. She's amazing. She's been vegan for three years now, and she did it also for health purposes. And yeah. it has changed her life. And But she makes the food, she makes it fun cooking it. And, you know, like I, I used to love burgers. I can make, and, and fried chicken. I use oyster mushrooms to make fried chicken. You know, make them, I mm-hmm. fry them and cook them like fried chicken. And right. I don't think it's necessarily that people wouldn't mind switching to a vegan lifestyle. They just don't want to miss the taste. And I think exactly. that's the issue with a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'll never not eat meat." You, yeah, you can. I'm telling you, the stuff that we're cooking, that I cook now, sometimes it amazes me. It has been such a, I'm like, wow, I, you know, I don't have yeah. to eat that anymore. I can eat it. I can eat this.
0: The taste, and, and honestly, like you were just saying, uh, still having burgers and things like that. I was just talking to someone on Sunday. And what it boils down to is, is the seasoning. You can make it taste it's like you seasoning. want. Because mm-hmm. no one that I know of takes a pack of chicken, wash the chicken, and then just bakes it without putting anything on it. You have to put seasoning on it. So like you say with the mushrooms or, uh, let's say, cauliflower, sour, the same right. seasoning, that you would have put on your chicken, you put that on there, and, man, you still got that same taste. But I will say this. When most people think vegan, they think healthy. And I have to let people know. Vegan does not mean healthy because it sure does there not. is it's a, a fat vegan. Exactly. <laughs> it's a fat
1: exactly. vegan So they eat junk. They eating junk. They eating junk vegan food.
0: Right. So there's a junk vegan and then there's a healthy vegan. Now, I'll be honest. When I first started in 2016, I was I was strictly healthy. I mean, I didn't really try no uh, vegan burgers or nothing like that. I was straight.
1: Uh, Seasoning,
0: fruit uh, fruits and vegetables, uh, broccoli, black bean. I mean, I eat so much beans that you call me Bean team or
1: something. I mean, <laughs> I
0: was I was really like just really focused on health. But I started to kind of relax a little bit in 2017, 2018. Started trying like vegan meatloaf. I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff is good. But one yes. thing I noticed, I was I was starting to put on a little weight or whatnot. You know what I mean? So Mm I I learned real quick that if if you're not careful, you can let that get out of hand because if you put in the same season, same sugar, and same type of ingredients, you can possibly have some of the same effects. So I always let people know that just because you went vegan does not mean healthy. But I will say this. If you're trying to transition into vegan, then I think going into the vegan burgers that's a step in the right direction. It's a process. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's a that's a great way to do it. Uh, I saw the vegan burgers, the vegan patties, and things like that, and you'll kind of see that. Hey, I can live without uh, meat and dairy and so on and so forth. And then you can just kind of transitioning because, like I say, a lot of stuff we just have not been exposed to. So you, right. get, you become exposed to a lot of stuff. You start to taste it. I don't know why people they look say it's vegan. And they just frown up like, well, heck what's, what's going on? Like is something wrong with it. Oh, it's right. vegan. Okay, it's what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, go eat that apple. It's vegan. I mean, it's like, it's like a stigma to it. It's like it's not negative. But once people try like, okay, this stuff is pretty good. So right. I try to encourage people to, to just start small because I don't want you to jump out there and you fail, and then you just go right back and just give up. And so even, then you brought up a even good point. if you
1: fail, like I have several times, I still – for the most part, 90% of my diet is vegan-ish. You know, I basically eat, I mean, you know, like you said, beans, I mean, vegetables, fruit, water, that's all I pretty much eat. However, you know, like I said, you know, I'm I'm trying to completely let fish go. I did 30 days without anything early this summer, and, you know, I was fine. You know, I was okay because I know how to cook my stuff now. Um, gotcha. but I'm really trying to let it completely go. That's so, be good. Tim, what, what was one of the hardest things for you to give up when you first started? Even though your mind was made up, what was still some of one of the hardest things that was like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could eat this?
0: Man, I'm going to be honest, fried chicken.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm just going to be honest, man. It, it, it's, it's like it's something about that crunch yes uh, fried chicken man it, it's it's hard to explain but that that was tough and, it, and another thing that was tough is uh sweet potato pie and pecan pie that that was like a personal thing of mine that I said mm-hmm. I was not going to eat uh, especially before I made that jump and, and fully committed uh January the 1st 2016 I just remember at Christmas of 2015, I told myself I wasn't going to eat no sweet potato pie no pecan pie. As soon as I got to my auntie's house, Christmas Day, guess what they had right there as soon as you walk in? <laughs> sweet potato pie, pecan pie. But I'll say this, when I got back home that night and I went through that whole day without eating it, it showed me mentally that if you really set your mind to it, you can do it. And that kind of helped me with my hardest challenge, which was that fried chicken so once I once I got past that, uh it, it it wasn't it wasn't a big problem. But I will say this too. Another thing was cheese. Yeah. Because
1: oh where I was if you wanna struggle.
0: if you wanna Huh?
1: That's been my struggle, you know that.
0: Yes. Yeah, like I say, if you wanna make a casserole, just throw some cheese on it. It bam, there it is. Casserole. Instant casserole. You just throw cheese on it. Want a green bean casserole, throw some cheese on it. So for me, that, that was a big one because a lot of stuff that I would eat, even like on salads, is always packed with cheese. So those, are, those were the two of the main struggles uh, that I had. But on the flip side, another struggle was trying to do the right things because sometimes we focus so much on stopping what we consider wrong that we neglect to do the things that we should do. Uh, drinking a lot of water, that was tough. Water don't have no taste. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I love water, so I I drink over again. That was never an issue for me.
0: That was was a big one. That was a real big one for me. So I I had to start making, like, infused water, putting lemons and cucumbers and things like that until I really got the concept. But once, like I say, back to the mind, once I realized that we're mostly water and it's important to stay hydrated and made it easier. So, like I say, a lot of times I tell people, it's not sometimes so much as focusing on what not to do, but try to start focusing on the things that we should do.
1: That's good. That's that's a good yes, quote. So, Tim, as you know, the experts in the medical field have been, been advising that we eat more fruits and vegetables, increase mm-hmm. our water intake, as well as take certain supplements in order to fight the coronavirus. And, of course, along with washing our hands and wearing masks. And I've seen your post some of your posts saying things like COVID nineteen is killing people but so is heart disease or so is diabetes. And pretty much you're saying we should have been changing our eating before COVID nineteen in order to rid ourselves of everyday ailments that people have been dealing with for years. Do you think that COVID nineteen has been a wake up call for people with underlying conditions?
0: Oh yes, yes, definitely. And if it hasn't, I, I believe it's, it's time for them to really snap out of it because what I'm looking at is most of the people that are being affected the most are those that have these underlying conditions. So um, it's so very important that, that going forward, because like I say, where we are right now, uh, we haven't gotten into October, November, December, that there could be another big wave. I think now is the time that we really start focusing on uh, improving our health, strengthening our immune system, and getting ourselves back on track, uh, especially if you have underlying conditions. I think this was like a major wake-up call because when you look at some of the areas, like like here in Mississippi, we were considered like the unhealthiest state before COVID, and now we're getting cases that's like, I mean, I think we maybe be leading the way as far as how many cases, but like you say, going back, you look at the areas that are affected most were the areas that had the, um, the most underlying conditions. So, big wake-up call. And
1: you know, and I, I pretty much know the answer to this, but I'm asking for um, the listener's sake: Why are people with underlying conditions more at risk?
0: Uh, number one, uh, your 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 ability to fight off any type of infection. Your body is already overworked by uh, dealing with the things that you're already uh, dealing with. And if your immune system is already um, has been invaded, so to speak, it's so easy for something to come in and just take over. And that's what it boils down to. Keeping a healthy body keeps a healthy immune system that, uh, ma- that makes you able to ward off uh, these things that try to attack you on a day-to-day basis.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, but you're right. It's overworked, and it's just like your body, like I I really can't take on any other type of situation going on. Exactly. That makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. It
0: makes, and, and the thing is, when we say our immune system, I believe that's like the only defense system that we have is the immune system. And by us constantly, uh, number one, the food that we consume, uh, dehydration and lack of sleep—these major things—is is like you're just you're destroying the only thing that you have to defend you. You know what I mean? Right. So if if your def- if your if your defense system is weak, uh, that the intruder can just march right on in. And I believe that's wow. what's happening right now. Let me say this real quick too, because someone may be listening because I hear this a lot. Some people say, well you got healthy 20-year-olds that are getting COVID, too, right? I've heard people say that, like, it's affecting healthy 20-year-olds. But I had to stop and think that just think about these 20-year-olds that was raised on Hot Pockets. I mean, how healthy do you think they are? I mean, think about it. They said that this generation is the only generation now that may not even outlive their parents. So this, uh, this condition, this was a problem already for young people. Young people are being affected by diabetes, uh, heart disease. Young people are on medication. So, listen, I I pray that this is a wake up call to to show and expose of the problem that we were already having, and that's why. And you know me, you know my heart, and you know that's why I've been going so hard for these last five years, just kind of like trying to wake us up. It's time to win. It's time to go, and like I say. Not knowing that something like this will happen, but like I say, it's here. It's time to just keep going now. You know what I mean?
1: You're right. And, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you know, the young, young adults, 20-year-olds, and I was listening to the news the other, other day, and they reported a rare heart condition that could be linked with the coronavirus is fueling concern among Power 5 conference administrators about the viability of college sports this fall. And as you know, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten postponed their fall seasons the other day. And one Mm -hmm. of the reasons is because of this rare heart condition called myocarditis. And what it is, it's the inflammation of the heart and has been found in at least five Big Ten conference athletes and among several other athletes in other conferences, according to two sources with knowledge of athletes' medical care. And I'm I'm reading this. Did you hear about that?
0: Uh-uh. That's on my wow. I did not
1: yeah. know. Yeah. So the condition is usually caused by a viral infection, including those that cause the common cold, H1N1 influenza, or mononucleosis. Left undiagnosed and untreated, it can cause heart damage and sudden cardiac arrest, which can be fatal. It's a rare condition, but the COVID-19 virus has been linked with myocarditis with a higher frequency. Frequency than other viruses based on limited studies since the start of the pandemic. Now, that's scary because for it a is. lot of parents and students because they have to, first of all, student athletes have to, they have to have regular checkups and they have to have a good bill of health just to even play sports. And I'm assuming, and this is just me assuming, I'm assuming it attacks the heart muscles in athletes because they may work their heart muscles more than an average person. hmm I don't know. I mean, and, and y'all, this is strictly my opinion because no experts have said that. I'm just guessing because of the link of myocarditis with the athletes. I, you know, that's crazy. And, it is.
0: It really is.
1: You know, people are thinking, you know, well, if I get the virus, you know, I'll be okay, blah blah blah. But it's doing more to um, some people. Is doing, doing other stuff to them.
0: Right. Right. Um, I know one nurse was saying that, you know, some people have what they call recovered, but they, they're they still not 100%. You know what I mean? In other words, their lives are still changed forever because it, it may have caused more damage than uh, what they once thought it was going to do, like they going to affect other areas. But I just remember um, before COVID, uh there were athletes that were uh falling out in practice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the, the the whole concept is that it's time right now for us to start building our immune system. Because like you say, and this is what I this is what I thought, Sonia, is that when we got to the hot months, the heat was just gonna kill this thing, right? Right. Next thing I know, I I looked like the heat was baking it, cooking it or something because the 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 amount of cases just went through the roof in the summer months. So if they were expecting it to go down in the summer months and it went up, just imagine what's going to happen in the cold months when that's because when they were expecting it to go up, you know what I mean? Well, see, because so, well,
1: Dr. Fauci, not to cut you off here, actually really nobody knew what this virus was doing. So they were assuming right that the heat would be the catalyst to bringing, you know, decreasing um, the pandemic and the numbers. But, it, it, like you said, it rose because nobody really knows what is going on with this thing. And with the flu season coming up, that's a double whammy. And Exactly. You know, I really, speaking of that, I first of all, I've never taken a flu shot. I've never taken a flu shot and november and i i rarely get sick november of last year i was sick for 3 weeks i think i had covid then and i when i say i was sick sick i mean it was bad i couldn't go to work wow. i was at home for like a week and a half and it was during thanksgiving to the point i went over to my mom's and she ended up getting sick behind me but i really really think because of how you know i've been eating and mm-hmm. I've always, I awesome. always take supplements. Mama always, you know, she's smooth. She juices every day and taking different supplements. As a matter of fact, she's 78 and she's not on any type of medication whatsoever. Wow. Mama. Wow. And That's so, amazing. Um, man. So I really think that had a lot to do with it. Cause they did a, a article came out like in March saying that if you were sick between November and January, you could have had COVID. So I really think I had it then. And, um, but it, it, it is very important um, to make some changes. You're right. I mean, like now. and Right now. You, you know, according to the uh, governor of Mississippi in the news, it's been recorded, Mississippi governor, it's been reported that the numbers have actually gone down in the state of Mississippi, um, which is awesome news. Our numbers have yeah. been a 1,000-plus new cases every day for the last month. However, I saw the news last night and reported Um, There were 644 new cases, so it has declined. And uh, with that being said, what are some of the things that you take or suggest to our listeners to help build our immune system?
0: Awesome. Man, listen, 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 the immune system. We've been talking about the immune system. People always ask the immune system, what well. A lot of people don't ask what the immune system is. We just start talking about the immune system. But mm-hmm. exactly what is the immune system? That's something we've got to understand that it is a system, all right? There's a lot of uh, different uh, parts that are working together for one purpose, and that's to defend us, right? So we think about our cells, our organs, our tissues, but let's look at some of the major parts of the immune system, and I get into uh, what I normally do to try to keep my immune system intact. But once I found out what are some of the major parts to the immune system, that's when I could start focusing on what I need to do. All right. So the major part of the immune system I found out was the gut. I hmm. was doing research and I found out that it said that seventy to eighty percent of the immune system is located in our gut. Our gut has certain bacteria that are very beneficial to our body, and I like say I would have never thought that that was the gut. You understand what I'm saying? So right. um, I had to start thinking about uh, my colon. I right? started uh, eliminating waste from my colon because a lot of times a lot of the food that we eat is very constipating, all right? So mm-hmm. by working with my uh, my gut and my colon, that's a way that I could I start to build my immune system as I start to eliminate the waste. Uh, and another system uh, that's major uh, to the uh, immune system is the lymphatic system, all right? And that's a system that somebody may be listening, like the lymph Who, You know what I mean? Because that's something that's never talked about is the lymphatic system, how important the lymphatic system is. And that's like some people call it the sewage system. Like We've got lymph nodes all over our bodies that are designed to trap toxins and, and, and help to get these toxins out. Wow. And guess what? If our lymph system is sluggish and not functioning properly and not getting the waste out, now you've got waste all through your body. You understand what I'm saying? So understanding the immune system, understanding what are the parts of the immune system, now you're educated to know what what things you need to start doing. So um, with that with that note, okay, you got the bone marrow, your white blood cells, and so on and so forth. These are certain parts, but I just started to focus on my colon and my gut, because that's what the most 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 of it is, and the lymphatic system, and certain um, herbs I was I, I constantly take is. When I say certain herbs, I'm dealing with the colon and my lymphatic system. Everybody got me on that. So just mm-hmm. just going through certain things that I do, and I'm just going to kind of share with you certain um, herbs that I would normally use to uh, help cleanse my colon. Uh, there's an herb called Cascara Sagrada. Right, can you say that with me?
1: Cascara
0: Sagrada. L- Sagrada. Sagrada. Cascara Sagrada. Sagrada.
1: Okay. Cascara All right. Sagrada. Uh,
0: there you go. Uh, now let me just say, sometimes make it in a tea is not the best tasting, but I promise you, it's gonna to start to help eliminate the waste, especially if you eat the standard American diet. I'm gonna put it like this. They say a lot of Americans are constipated. All right, and when you think about constipation, if you can't eliminate the waste, I mean you're full of waste. Everybody got me on that. So, and you understand why as Americans, our immune system. When you we, when we look at the diet and we're constipated, it, it messes up your immune system because, like I say, 70 to 80% is located in the gut. Uh, there's another one called psyllium hud. Uh, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure something else something that we're most familiar with, uh, ginger root. Uh, you can get that at Walmart, Kroger. Uh, you can even find the psyllium hud at Kroger. Um, and let's talk about the lymphatic system. There's a uh, herb called uh, sarsaparilla. It's a very good one. Uh, burdock root. Uh, so these are some of the things I do, say just to kind of get my body on track, uh, especially when I'm feeling a certain way. And then just as far as foods, oh, man, uh, fruit
1: what, what, and vegetables. The, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. With the, um, with the psyllium husk and um, ginger root and everything, is this daily that you do or these are just?
0: Yeah, uh, the, I normally would put, like, um, ginger and things like that in my smoothies. Uh, okay. I make what's called my, my winning water. Uh my winning water consists of lemons. I take a mason jar, fill it up with water, I put some lemons, uh some ginger root, slice up some ginger root, put it in there, and I sprinkle a little bit of cayenne pepper. Uh, I found out the power of keeping the blood flowing, and I didn't realize that that spicy foods and things like cayenne pepper helps with blood yeah. flow, which is which is so very, very important. So yeah, it's like certain things like that I do on a day to day basis now. Uh, Like cascada grata, I may not do that every day, all right? Because normally when I'm eating fruits and vegetables, especially raw fruits and vegetables,
1: uh, the
0: raw fruits and vegetables have enzymes in them, right? Right. Uh, You just think about certain foods, certain fruits and vegetables. I mean, they'll just start to decompose right there, and that's what they're doing inside your body. But
1: Hello?